two. Hey everybody and welcome back to Bible and Brew with Landon and me. And uh, it's inauguration day. Some of us have watched the inauguration. I've caught the highlights. I think Landon's watched a whole lot more of it than I have. I'm happy to say that thus far it has been a peaceful transition of power. Uh, all this hype about violence at the state capitals, it does not appear to have happened up until this recording, and I am happy for that. I mean, who wouldn't be happy for that? Uh, but Landon, what do, you, what do you think? Is this a brand new day? Have we turned the page? Is white supremacy, is it hiding back under its bunker, not to be seen or heard from for a long time? What do you, what do you make of what's going on? I think there is a sense of peace for the moment, for the moment. Uh, just a, a sense of peace with uh, two new, uh, individuals coming in to lead America, lead this great nation into for the next four, possibly eight years uh, of their term. So I think peace is the word I would have for us at this moment. But then tomorrow is coming and all these things just dis didn't disappear overnight, right? Uh -huh. They're still there and they still need to be addressed. And I think uh, the Biden team has put in play and people to address these things on a systemic level. And I'm excited uh, to, for what he will do as with the House and the Senate. You know, we, we know the House is blue and we know the Senate is tied right now, 50-50, but Camilla Harris will have that deciding vote. So there's a lot of things, uh, positive things that could get done uh, in these next four years. But that being said, Biden in his address was very, intentional about unification. Unification on both the Republicans and the liberals. Unification on both the, on both the uh, reds and blues. Unification on both parties and saying, you know what? We gotta work together. That's enough of the BS, enough of the crap. Let's come together. We've been in hot waters the last four years. Let's, let's finally like be for the people. And I think that was pretty profound in his speech. Yeah, the bits of it I caught, uh, which I think were the highlights. I plan on watching it all later. But yeah, I, I really liked the emphasis on, on unity across the aisle. I don't think we've heard that for a, a very long time, either from the right or the left, uh, mind you. But yeah, he, he kind of ran on that. I've, that's probably why I was for him more than anyone else, particularly at this time. And I'm just, I'm, I'm excited about, you know, competency and offices being filled and tweets not going off daily <laughs> changing like you know the stock market or just like people's anxiety going to the roof every single mm -hmm. day uh, there's this one person on twitter uh that she's a musician goes by katie lang and she just tweeted dot 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 now i can breathe as if she'd been like kind of holding her breath underwater for mm -hmm. the last four years and i think that that's very true for was very true for a lot of people um and I haven't been there probably because my place of privilege, probably because like, whatever, I'm less empathetic than some people out there. Um, but yeah, it, it does, it, on some level for me, it really has felt like there's been a turning of the page. Uh, who knows what tomorrow brings? But as for right now, I'm happy. I was surprised by how happy I was, how little my cynicism rose to the forefront. In fact, with like, mm -hmm. the, the poet and the address and all that, I, yeah, I was almost teary-eyed. So, you know, I'm happy for today. Yeah. And I'm hopeful. I'm actually, I'm, I'm pretty hopeful that 
you know, some of the worst of what we've seen in the past four to six years uh, will really, not because it's just gonna go away, but we'll become afraid again, afraid to just like speak out in public uh, like they were the past four years, just give and it just be, freedom. And just be decent human beings. Like some of the things one should know just from like morality of like, wow, this is actually innately wrong. Like to hold these prejudices against people of color, that is innately wrong. Uh, to do things like if, if you're against universal healthcare, well, why? Why? If you didn't have healthcare, put yourself in another person's shoes. And, and see their struggles to better their own lives, right? What would that look like? Um, if you're a person who has had a steady job all your life and you never experienced getting laid off, well, put yourself in those shoes, right? And I think this is what um, I think Biden is trying to articulate and get across is like, yes, we, we know that many Americans may have not experienced what other Americans do, but we're trying to fight for the objective whole the betterment of all society and not just the elite or the 1%, but for the, the poorest of the poor to the highest of the high, and especially making the middle class more uh, broad. Yeah. See, but I'm like a little bit more skeptical of that. I don't, I don't think that Biden is all that liberal at the end of the day. I think he's more of a moderate. I don't think mm -hmm. some of the things our socialist leaning friends want her are going to happen in this administration. Um, and yet, yeah, I think maybe it's just basic, but I mean, I, I, I love the idea of civility. I love the idea of like, it's not cool to be, to publicly be a racist the way it kind of was in this past, these past 40 years. Um, yeah. I mean, I also like hope that Twitter kind of dies. <laughs> remember, yeah. remember Twitter was kind of dying before, you know, Trump started campaigning and then, um, I mean, he bursts into a new life. I wouldn't be opposed to some of these things kind of going away. And, uh, but yeah, we'll see. It'll, it'll be interesting to see how like the New York Times and your Washington Post do with Biden in there. I mean, I, they were also breathing new life because things were so crazy. And those are institutions I want to see continue and, and survive. But um, yeah, on some level, I do long. I know people have condemn people like me who are like want to make politics boring again um that doesn't mean i don't want real change to happen and real good things yeah. to happen but i just yeah i <laughs> i long for the days when we can talk about politics and other things uh i long for the days when politics when politics will no longer be my religion uh it'll be something i care about but not something i worship so yeah yeah i don't know I kind of thought more stuff was going to happen today. So I thought we were going to be like, whoa, look at what's it was, going on. <laughs> it was very, it was very G. I really enjoyed, uh, I think Lady Gaga came out. Uh, yeah. J-Lo, J-Lo came out. That's right. Uh, and I think one of the questions I was like, are they lip syncing? And I really <laughs> thought they were because it was windy. It kind of snowed a little bit. And so to have that, uh, that space to vocalize when everyone's watching you, I think they, I think they cheated. I don't uh, think they, they probably actually recorded said, it like last night. They, so I don't really recorded care. it. They recorded it and, and did it, I think. But I think, I, it mean, be I think it was a beautiful uh, inauguration day. And, this is the uh, same thing we were talking about with Beyonce, though, right? Like her, she, her thing, she lip synced and she was recorded. But like Beyonce is like yeah. the best singer on the planet. I don't care yeah. if she's recorded it. Just play that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs>
but overall, I think it was a, a beautiful service and, and much needed to watch something and not have it escalate to a certain degree in which, like, wow. Yeah, I mean, remember the inauguration speech four years ago? It was just like, it was everything he said in the campaign trail. It was kind of an us versus them. Yeah. It was like very kind of dark. This one was the exact opposite. And, you know, maybe if you're like a socialist or maybe if you're on the right and you're not, uh, you know, a, a Trumpian and you're like, well, you know, but he didn't say much of anything at all. Like right now, I don't care. Right now, I think we just yeah. kind of need to heal for a little while. It doesn't yeah. mean things don't need to go through. But I, yeah, I've longed for the unifying rhetoric. Yeah. Uh, I long for the day when like Facebook is not gonna, it's gonna go back to like pictures of your kids and yeah. not like just screaming uh, about yeah. why masks it, are bad or this or that. It's so tiring and draining and also toxic to continue to have either the either this side or that side and there's no common ground. And I think we need to have more charitable viewpoints, um, understanding and um, be placing ourselves in someone else's shoes. Definitely. Like going, going forward. You know? Yeah, I think we said last week, right? It's like, uh, longing for whatever you're for, whether you're more on the right, more on the left, the good thing that you want for yourself, wanting that for your ideological opponent. Uh, if we could get to a place like that, man, like we would be united and you wouldn't mm -hmm. sacrifice your ideals, but you'd actually care about this other person who's not actually your enemy. We have an enemy, right? The enemy doesn't have flesh and blood. Uh, our fellow members Come of the on. human race, they may view things differently than us and they may even be wrong, but we are to love them. So mm. gosh darn it, let's love a little. 2021, the year of love. Year of love, let's get it. Let's get after it. Let's get it. You got anything else for us? I got nothing, I got nothing for us, but I have a busy week this week. I'm excited to continue ministry in God's uh, church. Um, but the good fight continues. The good fight continues. And the listeners, if you're looking for something to do for fun, I watched this show called Pretend It's a City. It's Martin Scorsese interviewing Franly Boots. It is a distraction from all this. It is remarkable. She is funny. Is Check it on it Netflix? Out. Is it on Netflix? It's on Netflix. Seven episodes, half hour long. It's not, it's like kind of an interview style. But yeah. she is one funny lady. And speaking of friendships, uh, I mean, like, they're probably ideologically on the same side. But her best friend in the world was Toni Morrison. And it was just kind of the beautiful picture of how, like, we've been told for so long that, you know, people of different colors and races or whatever are not getting along. Here we saw a picture of these two women just loving on each other. So, you know, you and me, Landon, loving on each other, them loving on each other. The year of love, 2021. Love your neighbor. Love. <laughs> uh, you heard it here go, first. <laughs> before we go, I, I actually want to uh, add to uh, the movie the movie list. Ooh, yeah. I saw Beyond the Wire on Netflix. Okay. It came out, uh, I think this past Friday. One of the best movies I've seen in a while. Beyond I gave it about an 8.6 8. out of 10. Whoa. It was okay. very good. There was action from the beginning till the end. I don't want to give anything away, but it's like a, a military movie. It okay. takes uh, place uh, in, in a, a first person of a, of a soldier, a, a drone pilot. And the question is, like, if you keep dropping 
bombs on places or individuals or people. How does that relate to like you in the front lines and you in the battlegrounds, right? It goes into more depth of that, but it was action from scene one to the end scene. And there's also some um, artificial intelligence thrown in there a little bit too. So it was pretty good. All right. All right. Well, say, listeners, don't ever say that we don't give you anything. There you go. There's two things. So have a blessed day and we'll see you next week.